home! That's your home! Are you too good for your home? Answer me! Suck my white ass ball! You ain't cool unless you pee your pants! This is not my name. Who tells you this is my name? She can say butthole if she wants to. I am the smartest man alive! What is with the world? just makes me so sad and gay. Hey everybody, welcome to Sandler's List. I am Hunter Baldwin and with me is Ibrahim Flynn and today we have a special guest, uh, Ibrahim's friend Jonathan. Nice to, <laughs> nice to have you on with us, Jonathan. Nice to be here, y'all. Hey, That's thank good. you. Nice to be on the Sandler's List. That's awesome. Yeah. So you're our first guest. I know. So, it's uh, wild. Yeah, it's, it's great. We're stoked to have you on here. It's going to be some good stuff. Uh, and we had you on in uh, what a lot of people believe to be Adam Sandler's best film. So we uh, just finished watching 1998's The Wedding Singer. So really good stuff. Uh, so I'm assuming, Jonathan, Wedding Singer uh, holds a special place for you. That's that's going to be my guess. Uh... I think more like Drew Barrymore <laughs> holds a special place for me. Okay, all right. Uh, the movie is definitely something that, like, as I think as a kid, was my favorite Adam Sandler movie. Probably. Now I'm kind of indifferent to it, but it was still fun. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can get behind that. Uh, Drew Barrymore is yeah. pretty pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, she's great. I am a, a little more partial to uh, uh, let's see. Pretty much all of the other women that are in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna put that out there. But uh, I liked her sister a lot. Was that her sister? Yeah, I think so. I think the other Ben Stiller's wife or something. Yeah, they recently got divorced. Oh uh, man, she is back on the market, which <laughs> is great news for me. Or Ben Stiller. I know, right? She's she's gorgeous. Now it's been 20 years since this movie came out. But I think she's still pretty great looking. Just yeah, I have a feeling she still has it. Absolutely. It. <laughs> but I did not get the uh, the whole thing that th they were sisters. Uh, I just thought that they were waitresses together. But I obviously don't pay attention to movies. I think maybe I Ibrahim invented that part. No, but I'm not, I, I didn't get that either. <laughs> I'm pretty sure because um, in the like more in the beginning, uh, Grandma's boy is like if she's anything like her sister, I'll be with her in, a, in less than a week <laughs> referring to uh drew barrymore but then that, later drew, drew barrymore is also very quick to be down to kiss her later like full on so i mean i guess maybe drew's just a freak but, I'm but not she sure. does so ben stiller's <laughs> wife does look at her like what are you doing <laughs> which which uh, and that does kind of hint that maybe they are sisters so I think you might be on to something here, Ibrahim. I'm I'm impressed. I I was under the impression that you had not seen any of the movies that we'd watched so far. And now that you're picking out little subtle things like that, I, I gotta say, kudos, kudos to you. Yeah, they are sisters. I was right. You guys made me second guess it. <laughs> Did you just look it up? Yeah. We're not just gonna well, we'll never know if they were sisters or not. Bye everyone. <laughs> you know that's how i live my life i like to leave a little bit of mystery so all right so so yeah we we just watched the wedding singer as we've we've just dived in here this one's directed by uh frank carochi i think is how you say his name 
he did the water boy uh he did zookeeper blended ridiculous six so in my opinion classics yeah this is this is one of his few good movies yeah (laughs) he's a sandler heavy hitter for sure though but you know what i think so one of the things that i found when i was reading a little bit about this and i thought this was pretty interesting and why i think this movie kind of stands out compared to a lot of the others this was rewritten by carrie fisher and judd apatow they're both uncredited writers, but they rewrote this movie, which I thought was amazing. Wow. Yeah, I could see I could see the Apatow influence, I think, maybe. Oh, you didn't see sense. any of the Princess Leia? I really, <laughs> a lot of it was screaming Han Solo <laughs> and Princess Leia to me. <laughs> that was what I, I really stood out in my mind. Uh, this one's got a, a 67% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm pretty confident of all the movies we've done so far. That is the highest rated movie. Yeah, so probably like uh, triple the highest one. <laughs> seriously, no joke. Like it's it really is. It it just stands above all the others. And the uh, it made a ridiculous amount of money. So it cost eighteen million to make. And they made a hundred and twenty three million dollars off of this. So this is kind of Adam Sandler's first like huge success. This smash. is the one everybody yeah. talks about. Billy Madison, but this one was like this is the one that really made it. So, uh, so that's, uh, it's, there's a reason why I think when people look back on this, they look back on it fondly. Um, so Jonathan, I think that, uh, that kind of goes and I think you were like, wow, this made $123 million. What a good move. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's kind of a cultural touchstone, right? Like it kind of kicked off the eighties nostalgia shit. And I think that soundtrack was probably a banger back in the day. Still, That is. soundtrack's still a banger. Wait, that's oh, crazy. for sure. Yeah, no, it's still good. <laughs> It's got it all. At one point, uh, they have the Smiths uh, towards the end of it, and I was just like, I forgot this song is in here. It's amazing. How Soon Is Now is one of my all-time favorite songs, and I'm starting to think that it was one of my all-time favorite songs because of this movie, and I didn't realize it. So a lot of my favorite songs, I think, came from this movie. So uh, that's pretty pretty interesting. So in case anybody doesn't know, and if you don't know, that would be really weird to me this movie is about adam sandler as a wedding singer that's kind of in the title of the movie um, Surprise! And, yeah go figure <laughs> who would have thought and uh once again surprise he falls in love with a blonde woman who yeah. would have guessed right that was a big big surprise um so let's just kind of talk about this i like adam sandler singing i mentioned this on uh, on the previous episode jonathan you may not have heard this but he sings uh he sings the bodyguard um and i thought that that was amazing he he really nails whitney houston's uh uh vocal ability and i think in this one his he, he really steps it up he he's really amazing i don't know what you guys think about it but i know ibrahim's not a big fan of uh of adam's uh albums yeah, he's yeah. so great in this, though. So. Yeah, no, he did a pretty good job. I don't really go in for uh, comedy songs, but yeah, I think see. when he's doing like the sincere stuff in this, it's pretty solid. I gotta ask, what do you both have against comedy songs? <laughs> this is fucking... This is corny. It's just kind no. of the worst. No, it's, it is not the worst. <laughs> I'm telling you, comedy songs are fantastic. Uh, you know, that's why I'm a huge fan of bands like Weird Al Yankovic, and uh, I don't know if they're really. I, I a am a Weird Al fan. Yeah, see, there we go. Okay, <laughs> I do, I do go in for Weird Al. That's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> I wouldn't consider this band a comedy band, but I'm also a huge Bare Naked Ladies fan, and they they have some comedy esque sure. stuff going on, right? So, so Ibrahim, you need <laughs> to get with it. 
We need to get with it. Well, maybe one day. I mean, there was a a song that they wrote uh, for this movie, like to be funny, and that song was okay. The "Somebody Kill Me Please" song. Yeah, I that one's that fantastic. Song. Yeah, that song That's goes. A great song. Like, doesn't you, you either guys know the lyrics to that one? I'd like to. I'd like to hear one of the renditions here. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I was hoping I'd put you on the spot and we get, get some, some gold. But you're no. the singer, and I'm the talking impressions. Yeah, we've we've heard my singing on this before, and uh, let's let's not. Do that. Speaking of your impressions, uh, we what's his name? Uh, Peter Dante. Yeah, we've got him Finally. early on in this movie. Yes, it's the first the first appearance of Peter Dante, but I don't think he has any lines. Um, he gives some good looks, though. I feel like he got like, some facial expressions. Yeah, which I have to say. Okay, so in that first scene, they're they're performing at a wedding. We've got Adam Sandler and his band. Uh, we've got um, let's see, uh, Alexis Arquette playing George. Uh, and that's when we have Peter Dante kind of giving some strange looks to the stage, as everybody seems to be judging Alexis Arquette. Yeah. I'm thinking because she's a transgender person. Yeah, that kind of. Yeah, that seemed to be <laughs> why. Okay, okay, so we oh, have some I, real I, early, uh, yeah. you know, uh, uh, questionable moments in this movie. Yeah, the the portrayal of her throughout the movie is a little weird because they're definitely laughing at her, but also, I mean, like the wedding singer does seem to genuinely like her. It's I feel like, like uh, yeah, I feel no. like everybody. I mean, and and she's playing kind of a boy George esque character yeah. so i think the question is supposed to be like is she a man or is she a woman but the fact that she in real life was a transgender woman made me yeah like think that that's not that funny like oh, first, yeah. in 1998 maybe a little bit funnier but i kind of felt bad and i was just like i yeah. miss i miss alexis arquette and it was, it was a sad situation for me I wanted to bring the episode down a little bit. Yeah, started out a little hot. <laughs> started out a little hot there. I just wanted to make it a little bit more somber. Um, but but so yeah, that was a little interesting. But Peter Dante, you're right. Does does have some interesting looks there. Uh, while while George is performing, uh, do you really want to hurt me for the first time, and then the second time, and then we, oh, yeah. we then do, do get to hear it again That's a later on. <laughs> Clearly, she knows the one song, uh, pretty pretty enjoyable. Uh, and so, shortly after we see uh, see Alexis Arquette and Peter Dante, we do get the Grandma's Boy that that Ibrahim uh, has already mentioned. Yeah. Grandma's Boy looking significantly less hungover in this movie. Yeah, Gotta he say. looks like he got his shit together a little bit more for this one. <laughs> Grew a mustache. I think he's looking pretty he didn't pretty look fly good in bulletproof. <laughs> yeah, he's no, pulling he, off the look good. Yeah, he he looks great in this. Uh, you know, he's got the mustache, he's got the the slick hair. He's got a, later on, he's wearing the uh, the red Michael Jackson leather jacket. Yeah, I I'd was, say the outfits throughout are pretty on point. Seriously, Ben Stiller's wife always looked good yeah, through the whole thing. She yeah. always looked great. I assume she has a name. I don't know it. Uh, same with Grandma's boy. <laughs> Grandma's boy's name is in the credits in this movie, but I forgot what it was. So if you guys yeah. remember, feel free to use it. But he's uh, he's still Grandma's boy to me. I don't remember it. <laughs> um, okay, so 
So yeah, we've got this. Uh, we got this opening scene. Uh, Adam Sandler performing with his band, him and George, uh, and their super old drummer who had never, who was never actually playing the drums. Uh, I don't know why I noticed that, it, but he he's never actually playing the drums. Um, we've got the two waitresses. We've got uh, Drew Barrymore and her sister Ben Stiller's wife, um, <laughs> and that's really where our whole story starts. There, so they're performing a lot of weddings, uh, and they they mention that Adam Sandler's wedding is coming up. Uh, where he's going to be getting married uh, to Linda. Um, so I don't know if you guys have any opinions on Linda. I personally also thought Linda was hot. Uh, big, big Linda fan. <laughs> yeah. Um, She's a little messy. Yeah, she was hot. Yeah, she was hot and messy. She's hot in her messy 80s way. I'm drawn to the chaos, yeah. I think is what it was. Like, you well, just man. look at her and you're like, oh, that's not good. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. She'd be fun to stay, stay up all night with. <laughs> And then I'm going to spend the rest of my life with her. <laughs> Maybe me and Adam Sandler have a little bit more in common than I would like to. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we, we move on. Uh, one thing that I think really stands out in this movie is that Adam Sandler is particularly likable. Uh, mm-hmm, yeah. That's one of the things that, that we really established throughout a lot of these episodes is that Adam Sandler's not easy to like. Uh, Billy Madison sucks. He's just an ass the whole time, um, but the wedding singer is a really cool guy. He he's uh, he teaches singing to this old rapping granny. Um, everybody knows the rapping granny. She's she's you know everybody knows her at this point. This movie really cemented her in history, uh, and she pays him with with meatballs. And I think that that makes him maybe one of the most likable characters in cinema history. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he's a real sweet. He's a real sweet dude in this movie. Uh, rapping granny, I feel like kickstarted a whole trend of rapping old people that has kind of uh, always been a little bit of an annoyance to me as a yeah. rap fan. There was like, <laughs> like there was like fifteen years of old people rapping because of this damn movie. But, uh, I I, I love still it. Appreciate rapping her. granny is fantastic. She is her rendition of Rapper's Delight is the rendition of Rapper's Delight. That's the definitive one for you. Absolutely. (laughs) Like when I think of Rapper's Delight, that's what I think of. And I would venture to say that probably 75 to 80 percent of the world, like when they think of Rapper's Delight, that's what they think. That's how we all know that song. Absolutely. I I think I know who that song is by. Sugar Hill Gang, maybe? Sugar Hill Gang. Hey, Good. look at me and my rap knowledge. Hey, hey, black community. <laughs> All right. I'm, Keep, I'm bringing that, <laughs> Keep bringing that joke. I do have to say, Jonathan, I was a little upset when I saw that you were not African-American. Were you? Uh, were you hoping I was? I, I was. I really was. But, uh, but it is okay. We still welcome you on the episode. We appreciate uh, that. Absolutely, <laughs> and right. and uh, as a fan of hip hop, I think that we can absolutely have you on. I think that's okay. <laughs> um, speaking of old people in this movie, uh, there's like a lot of jokes about old people being horny or like having sex, which was always not, funny. I didn't love that too much. Do you not like, like the f- idea of old people having sex? I don't know. I mean, the jokes like weren't that funny themselves. It was just like an so, old person, like, I want to fuck that lady. <laughs> like, that was the whole joke. I feel like that's pretty classic material. Like, 
I think it's <laughs> like, in, like a lot of Adam Sandler stuff. Like, yeah. Wanted to get it, I mean, I just think that it's realistic. I think that old people <laughs> still want to have sex, and the fact that we pretend like they don't is mm-hmm. uh, it's a shame and it's like shaming and it's always old gross and funny so <laughs> <laughs> so that that brings me to something where did you guys watch this movie uh, uh i signed up for a free trial of cinemax and watched it on my laptop computer in my living room okay how nice. about you ibrahim um i tried to watch it on like some random site and it like stopped halfway through so I used so you didn't old, watch the end. Is what no, you're I, no, I use the old <laughs> trick uh, that I use for bulletproof. The old uh, ex-girlfriend's parents' Xfinity account logged into okay. my computer. So, all right. So my question to you is a little bit more than midway through the movie. There's a scene where the rapping granny is talking to Adam Sandler about the size of his penis. Was that in the version of the movie that you both watched? <laughs> that <laughs> that doesn't ring any bells, and I think yeah. I've seen the movie a bunch. Did okay. you just imagine that part? <laughs> you get the director's cut? Get the... <laughs> I, I actually think so. So the version of the movie that I watched is the Blu-ray version, clearly the definitive version, Yeah. because there's about a five-minute long scene where she talks about the size of penises, how his <laughs> penis is pretty big, uh, and she talks about circumcision. This is about a five-minute section of the movie oh, that me and my girlfriend are watching this movie and both thinking, I don't remember this at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is a, a very uncomfortable scene that I feel like I would have remembered. So good to know that it really is like, the first time i've ever seen it because you guys haven't seen it either yeah. so i do recommend if you get the chance go back and maybe maybe search youtube for uh i would probably search rapping granny penis size circumcision <laughs> <laughs> sounds like it'll bring some good stuff up even if it's Try not that even if it's not the specific thing there's still stuff to watch you're gonna that. get some gold one way or the other uh, so yeah. okay all right, I'm sorry to derail the conversation again, but I had to I had to get the answer to that question. That was uh, that threw me for a little bit of a loop. <laughs> okay. So uh so at this point um let's see. Uh so Adam Sandler has his wedding, right? And so uh Drew Barrymore comes, she's the waitress at the wedding, so she's really excited for him. Uh, he's standing at the altar. He's he's you know looking all dapper in his tuxedo. He's ready to get married, and and of course, Linda's a no show. Uh, one of Linda's friends comes up and says that they've gotten a, a message from her, and she's not going to be coming to the wedding. Uh, and so that that really ruins the old Sandman's day. Uh, he's pretty upset, pretty down. Uh, and that, that's really kind of where this movie really gets going at that point. Um, <clears throat> so. Drew Barrymore comes to visit him. Uh, he's he's pretty upset. There's there's a lot of really good stuff in this. He's sitting at the kitchen table. He's pretty upset, and uh, his he lives with his sister. Yeah. Uh, and and his sister's husband uh, and their kids. Uh, and the kids are, are are actually pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. I always liked that Freddy Krueger bit as a kid. I always laughed at that. <laughs> It is pretty awesome. Yeah, back to the boiler room. Uh, that little kid wearing the Freddy Mo- Freddy Krueger mask and and the uh, and the and the gloves. I thought that was pretty awesome. 
as a little kid, I was terrified of Freddy Krueger, but uh, I do know a little kid, as I know a lot of little kids. Uh, and this one little kid like that Freddy I know, did. <laughs> absolutely, this little kid that I know is is a, a huge a huge fr- a fan of Freddy Krueger, uh, as well as Jason Voorhees and any other horror character. And and I can't really relate to that, but I love it. I love the idea of little kids loving horror movies. Um, so yeah, that was that was pretty great. He he draws a picture of uh, Linda with devil horns. Uh, pretty funny stuff. Um, later on, he sees Linda, and that's the the classic uh, Linda. You're a bitch. Scene. <laughs> Can we talk is... about their dad? He is like this fucking like disgusting like super old <laughs> Italian guy. <laughs> <laughs> that like does yeah, not no, i'm trying to get that haircut though <laughs> that haircut is level. amazing it looks like styrofoam glued to his head like black styrofoam Just spray painted black <laughs> I feel, yeah i think no matter how much i looked at it i couldn't really wrap my head around like the physics of it yeah. no it was it was unreal and he wears the velour tracksuit through the whole movie he does he not belong in that head. family at all like he's just like <laughs> i'm like looking at the wife and i'm looking at the kids and like that guy plus that wife equals those kids and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> he's he's making like like mob hits and getting all the money and that's how he got this house and this wife is uh is all of his mob connections which i really enjoyed um, but they never explain it. They never really talk about uh, why he's there or where he really came weird. from. <laughs> but, or even but if I he cares that's... about his family at all, he just seems like a guy that like, <laughs> like you still want lives him to leave. in the house. Like, like you're a really good dad, but can you just not? We, we don't want you here. <laughs> oh man, yeah, he's he's great. The kids are great. I don't remember his wife, Adam Sandler's sister, at all. Yeah, I'm drawing up straight blank on that. Did I think she, maybe she had like some like, sandy colored hair, maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't how know. How could we? Like, this is the person who he I lives do, with. She's mentioned multiple times. All I remember of her is like she does, like, she is not like grotesque like the fucking Italian guy. So it's like <laughs> weird. It's weird that they're weird. together. Solid endorsement for a person not grotesque. Like, yeah, that's what you want to hear about. I feel like. I feel like this is just your opinion of Italian. (laughs) Maybe, but still. Like, like, look at that greasy, (laughs) grotesque Italian. No, I'm with him. He's not a pretty man. He's not handsome. (laughs) He reminds me a lot of Fat Tony from The Simpsons. Fat Tony Tony has charisma. He's a little swagger. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. That is true. I'll give you that. But you know what? This guy spawned two pretty awesome kids. I'm not a big fan of kids, but these two kids are pretty great. I think they, they have a lot of funny stuff to say about when Adam Sandler's going crazy and he's going to mm-hmm. end up in the loony bin. Uh, that was, I thought that was pretty solid. So, so you can't hate him too much. He's got great kids, even if it's fictional. Yeah. All right. I'll give him a chance. Fine. All right. I'm going to get you to come around on this guy. <laughs> First, I got to figure out his name. And where the hell he came from. Where his haircut came from. <laughs> his haircut came from space. It was an <laughs> alien that attached itself to his head. <laughs> All right. So um, <laughs> so then we, we, we get to know a little bit more about Drew Barrymore's character played by Julia. Uh, you know, she comes to kind of kind of console 
uh, Adam Sandler and his his tragic loss with his wife running away on him. Um, and we so we get to know a little bit about her. She's engaged as well uh, to a guy named Glenn Gulia, uh, and she's about to get married. Well, she's she's worried that she's not going to get married, and then then he does decide to propose because of course they've been together for four years, so she has earned it. Yeah. I do want to put it out there that I've been in a relationship for going on nine years. I don't think she's quite earned it yet. So I have uh, a lot in common with Glenn, <laughs> I think, is what I realized as I was watching this movie. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, Glenn, I always thought Glenn was McNulty from The Wire, and then I watched the movie again, and he's not at all. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> totally different, different guy. <laughs> uh, actually, I don't know where I've seen Glenn before, to be totally honest. I feel like I've seen him before. But I don't know what he was in. Yeah, I have no idea. If it's not The Wire, I have no idea. His name is Matthew Glaive, and he is from. Let's see, he's Glaive an Argo. is a strong name. Glaive. He's from Narcos, which is pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, I never watched Narcos, but I know that it's cool that people, cool people watch. I don't think he's. Yeah, I can't smoke in Spanish either. and English on it. It was pretty sick. I can't read very well, so it's not my kind of show, I think. I yeah. also don't speak Spanish. Yeah, it's a lot of expectation for sure. Yeah, I, I can't really do that. So let's see. He's in Argo. Uh, he's in, he had a bit piece in CSI Miami. Uh, he's on a lot of like, like one off like roles in TV shows. Yeah, I could see him popping up on like uh, NCIS or something. Yeah, I will he's give him a character actor. I will give him that he was he knocked it out of the park at being a fucking scumbag. Oh yeah. I mean, you can say that, but I really yeah. just saw myself in like, <laughs> like <laughs> he was the guy who liked to have a good time. Did uh, like to have a good time. He liked the ladies. Yeah. Uh, he liked making money. Nice <laughs> cars, nice, nice coats. cars. Miami Vice CD players. These are things I also <laughs> like. So. <laughs> um, staring at waitresses' asses when they bend over. Who doesn't? So, <laughs> uh, you know, it does. You're right. The the movie does try to make him out to be the bad guy, but I, I'll just say he was a red blooded American. That's <laughs> a that's guy. my take on Glenn Gulia. Um, but yeah, he's not the best. Uh, he's clearly, you know, he's kind of stringing Drew Barrymore along. I'm kind of confused on why he decides he's going to get married to her, to be honest. Because he didn't like want to break up with her. But... Why, though? He <laughs> clearly has no problem. I think he wanted to her. hold down some good pussy as his main chick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So he had no problem getting other girls. She earned it. Problem. She yeah. earned it. He did say that. He did yeah. say that she earned it. I guess no other girl had earned it. Oh man, that's uh, it's it's a little upsetting. He's not the best person, um, but you know I get him. I just get it. So I don't know if the movie ever does a good job justifying why a sweet angel like Drew Barrymore would be with him, though. Well, it does establish the bad boys. They don't like guys. Absolutely, that's why (laughs) ladies like me. But uh, That's why also, they don't like me because I'm so nice and sweet. You are. You're such a nice guy. You're always tipping your fedora to the ladies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But no, it, it does talk. Um. You know, Julia's sister does talk a little bit about Ben Stiller's wife, of course, ex-wife. 
uh, talks a little bit about why uh, Julie is interested because of the stability, right? Yeah, security he, and stability, but I don't know if they ever convinced me of that. I mean, he sells bonds on Wall Street. What more convincing do you need? <laughs> like, that seems like pretty much it to me. So, uh, so yeah, that, that kind of gives you a little bit of insight into his character. Uh, he sells bonds on Wall, Wall Street. He likes ladies. Um, yep, that's him. That's pretty much his character development. There's one thing I will say about this movie. Drew Barrymore's character has more character development than any other female in any other Adam Sandler movie we've watched so far. By far. Yeah, that's probably true. Like, most of the other movies, it's just like, <laughs> hi, I'm a blonde woman, and also I'm in love with Adam Sandler, and that's the end of my dialogue. Yeah, she had and, to grow for them to be together. But in the other and, movies, it's just like, I didn't like him, and now I like him. that's pretty much it but he does things that would make her like him but it's kind of weird when uh when her sister says to kiss him like she didn't think that was kind of weird because she's engaged and i thought that was strange like i think that would have been a weird situation if i was hanging out with a girl who was engaged first off i'd be like why do you keep inviting me out everywhere to like your cake tasting and stuff a little strange uh but then her sister says to kiss me and i'm just like i'm gonna do it but i don't know why <laughs> like that seemed yeah, weird that was, to uh yeah and she's just like yeah i guess i guess i'll give it a go sure yeah i feel like i'd have been like uh i'm engaged yeah like sorry that's but... what women always tell me when i try to just kiss on <laughs> <laughs> but you do it anyway, right? Oh, I try to. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, this uh this podcast is gonna get you through that barrier, don't worry. Yeah, and I'm nice. Gonna... <laughs> nice I guy. <laughs> I just try to kiss women when they tell me they're engaged, but I'm nice and I deserve it. <laughs> you do deserve it. I really believe it. Ladies, Ibrahim is a nice guy. He He's deserves a very it. nice boy. I don't care how engaged you are. He deserves it. He's I earned deserve it. it. Just like Drew Barrymore earned being married to the dude. That's right. That's absolutely right. Um, <laughs> she earned being married to him. So they're, they're planning their wedding. Uh, I think that they say at one point that their wedding is in like five weeks. So they quick turnaround. Like they're just yeah. like, we are now engaged. Let's do this. Well, I think uh, they were engaged to begin with. They just hadn't set a date. Yeah. Okay. So they just yeah. hadn't set a date. But even then, like, you're like, okay, we're engaged. Uh, Let's set a date. Let's set it for like a week from now. Like, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. It's because the guy, like, sucks and say, and he doesn't care. So he's just like, fucking, whenever, Man, just I do can, it. I got to say, I could relate to him when she's just like, we got a lot of planning to do. And he was like, well, I mean, like, <laughs> you could plan it and I could do my thing. That made a lot of sense to me. I was like, oh, that's me. And it made me question my life. It made me like really look at who I am as a person. <laughs> like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, it does sound like work. It does. It really does. Unpleasant work. Yeah, for ah, that's chicks. The thing. That's, that's the that's thing. Girl like, work. Those damn chicks, yeah. Uh, chicks always be one weddings. Yeah. Oh, come they, on. they always be one. <laughs> Oh, man. But not with me, so. though. Give <laughs> <laughs> yourself a nice, like, uh, pastel blazer and roll the sleeves up. Hey, there we go. Get a CD player. You know like what, though? That's, 
as, as cool as Glenn was, you know, working on Wall Street and everything, he's not the coolest guy in this movie. I think that award goes to the grandma's boy. His jacket is awesome. <laughs> the things yeah. he says is way cool. He wants to be the Fonz. Who mm-hmm. doesn't want to be the Fonz? I he thought like he, he was really cool. He seems like he can probably get fire cocaine. Oh, yeah. (laughs) To be fair, it was the mid-80s. They could all get pretty fired. That's true. That's true. That's that's pretty much what got Drew Barrymore through this whole thing. That is why she wanted to get married to Glenn. I think we just figured it out. Cracked it. (laughs) Um, Let's see. So we're just, like, all over the place. I like this. This is is some fun stuff. Uh, there was a scene, uh, so Adam Sandler decides he's not going to do weddings anymore because they, they upset him because of his own failed wedding. Uh, so he does a lot of other things, like bar mitzvahs. Mm-hmm. So this scene stood out to me. I was a really big fan of this. Um, obviously, Adam Sandler is Jewish. We've established this already in previous episodes. Through lots of times. research. A lot of research. He's from New York. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I remember liking the bar mitzvah scene, but now I have no recollection of anything that happened during it. Well, let me tell you a little bit about Please it. Please do. So they're all dancing. Uh, there's a lot of old people doing a lot of questionable things like pinching uh, waitresses' butts. Mm-hmm. You know, we go back to the fact that, yes, old men like to have sex, but do old men have to, you know, sexually assault women? I think I it's a generational know. thing. I think, you know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Coming out of World War II, it was just expected that you would sexually assault women. That's true. You know, that, that famous uh, that famous image of the, the sailor kissing the yep. woman with his arm around her back. Apparently, she didn't want that. I don't know if you had no idea. That. Wow. That changed things for me. That was that was intense. Um, and so that actually brought some some other things to light in this scene. So so in my opinion, this is one of the least offensive movies. This movie, you know, it as far as an Adam Sandler movie goes, it doesn't really do a lot of bad stuff. It's kind of heartwarming. It's kind of nice. Uh, but this particular scene in the bar mitzvah, there's this little little chubby kid from Matilda. Uh, and I don't, I don't know if you guys remember him from Matilda. He eats the whole chocolate cake. It's really disgusting. Um, it's one of the most repulsive scenes I've ever seen on film. <laughs> he eats an entire giant chocolate cake. And, and I really, I've hated him ever since. <laughs> but, uh, but he's in this scene and he's real sad because the girl that he likes won't dance with him. So, so Adam Sandler sets it up to where uh, Drew Barrymore is going to dance with him. And so they're dancing together and he goes ahead and just cops the feel of her butt. Like his hands oh, yeah. just go boom yeah. right around and they squeeze. And Adam Sandler says, just go with it. Yeah. Don't worry move. about it. Just fucking suck it up. <laughs> let, the, let the kid have some fun, will ya? Isn't that what we should be telling women? <laughs> yeah. Just go. Jeez. And we yeah, should and tell kids. Comment that he, has like a, he has a strong grip or strong yeah. hands or something. <laughs> yeah. Every time I see a tweet that says hashtag me too, I always All reply. Right. Just All right. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> like, All right. no, that was I tried that to was stop the... you there, but I can. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I'm just learning what Adam Sandler's your, putting down. Is that your new hashtag? You're starting <laughs> <laughs> hashtag. Just go with it. <laughs> you can use it for a lot of situations. It doesn't have to be for sexual harassment. It can be for anything. 
Um, so, so at that point, Adam Sandler comes down on the dance floor. He's dancing too. He decides to dance with a young girl, maybe 13, 14 years old. And he goes ahead and puts her hands on his butt. Okay. It shouldn't be more unacceptable, but it is. Like, I think was... it should be more unacceptable. Yeah. If he's placing <laughs> her hands on his body. It's, a, it's very reminiscent of when the little girl in Billy Madison is super attracted to Billy Madison. And I was like, that's weird and creepy. This scene is also weird and creepy. Yeah, definitely. Gonna, gonna it's creepier that, that he's the active, the active part of it. Right. True. Very true. So what we're getting at is Adam Sandler's character in The Wedding Singer is a pedophile. And that's right? probably not the that's last the, we'll see. Are that. you guys not going to back me up on this? <laughs> I said that's probably not the last we'll see of that. Of Adam Sandler being a pedophile? Yeah. I haven't seen a whole lot Plenty of movies after this one. I, so I'm going to be shocked every single time we see it happen. <laughs> um, yeah, so... So upsetting, upsetting scene. Uh, that one was a little strange to me. Um, I have in my notes here that I should mention again that Ben Stiller's wife is hot. Yeah. So that's Still where agree. we're at. I think I only mentioned that in my notes one or two more times. So, so we'll we'll get past that a little. Um. Oh, we'll go back a little bit to when uh, I don't I don't know where we are in the movie, but when they're when when Drew Barrymore's character kisses Adam Sandler in that first scene when. So we should kind of establish a little bit of why. So they're trying to figure out what a wedding kiss should be like. Mm-hmm. And I wanted church to get tone. both of your opinions on church. Like, what what should an ideal wedding kiss be like? Eventually, one of these days, my girlfriend's going to earn it. And I'm yeah. going to have to fly to <laughs> Vegas. You know, it's just the way it's going to be. And right. I got to know what we're going to do here. So So I need to get the verdict on church tongue here. I think it depends on the couple. Like, um... That you guys are more of like a freewheeling. Because if it's a little more loose, you know, just go for it. Embrace that. I'll but tell you that we're punk rock and raunchy. So yeah. that's what we're raunchy. Whatever, whatever comes it, naturally, yeah. It, it comes naturally, okay. Like part of me thinks like, okay, we're in a church. It should just be like a nice, like a, like lips closed, no tongue, but like longer, like maybe like a Four to five seconds. Respecting respecting the house of God is not very punk rock. We're we're into like MXPX and like under oath and stuff like Christian punk rock. Okay. Yeah. So like <laughs> if you guys haven't been able to tell from this whole thing, that's like my thing. Christian punk rock. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, how about you, Ibrahim? I gotta know. Like when. When you finally find that that lady, when you get her to not get married and uh, and she falls in love with you and your podcast persona, what's what's your go to wedding kiss? Oh, yeah. Oh man, there's just so many things, so many options. I I think about there this are. all the time. I, I know you do. Every day, I'm just thinking about man. I would just want to get goddamn married already. Since third grade, I want a damn wife. Hey, give me a damn wife already. He just wants to say, my wife. All this <laughs> Classic. Um, I'm going to give her oh, the man. good kiss that my wife deserves. How's that? Yeah, I would say I would say give her a very nice kiss. Yeah, and a nice very kiss. good kiss. A wife kiss. And a, and a wife kiss, yeah. 
Yeah, this one is that, also, one that this communicates that she's my your wife. wife. <laughs> yeah, she's not your sister. <laughs> yeah. She's not your mom. She's my, my wife. Brother. I tell her, this is how I will kiss you now because you're my wife. Uh-huh. <laughs> clear. It's your first kiss as a wife. So, so I wrote my own vows. Her, good. I, I wrote <laughs> I wrote my own vows for my wedding. And okay. uh, and that was part of them. I'm gonna show you how I'm gonna kiss you now that you're my wife. Like, like we're gonna you make get it ready. <laughs> Prepare yourself. <laughs> so, I I gotta be honest though. Getting kissing sounds fun. I think it sounds good. I've never done it, but it looks that, pretty brother. cool in movies. Uh, you Cheers know, I gotta kissing. say, absolutely. <laughs> I thought the kiss between Adam Sandler and Ben Stiller's wife was particularly good i was like that's the one i would have settled right then and there yeah whatever <laughs> you can get really at this point my question and i i didn't look this up because I, I my research is pretty half-assed uh i wonder if ben stiller was with her ed during this movie because i would have been a little upset that adam sandler was getting in on it yeah well i don't know but i'm gonna say that they got together uh during zoolander so so I'm gonna I say, guess I'm going to say that they're already together during this movie. Okay. So your money is they they were already together. Yeah. Uh, my money is dodgeball and uh Ibrahim's got Zooland. Okay. So we're going to look this up. Benstillerswife.com. <laughs> uh that's not a thing. Hold on. Give me. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> it'll take a couple minutes, guys, just to sit tight everyone out there. So I I will say like you were saying if you were Ben Stiller, you'd be a little mad at Adam Sandler. And I figure that they're both probably not great people to be around, but Ben Stiller has to be a little more, oh, yeah. a little more tolerable in real life. I think Ben Stiller is probably a decent dude. I mean, I know yeah. they got divorced, but I think he's probably pretty cool. Uh, yeah. And I don't think Adam Sandler is probably very cool. No, he doesn't. He seems awful. He seems very I'm bad. Yeah. I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> he seems like a very bad man. <laughs> <laughs> he just seems unlikable. <laughs> Maybe it's just the roles he plays. But oh man, I don't want to hang out with him. But you no. know what, Adam? Whenever you want to be on the show, we are more than welcome to have you. Uh we we really respect your talent and your abilities. Uh hey, we're watching all of your movies. We must love I you would, a little bit. I would say if you guys could get Adam Sandler here, that would be a pretty big get. Like Yeah. You know, for a guy who hasn't done any real interviews in the past 25 years, that would be a pretty big guess. Yeah. Has <laughs> he not? Does he not do interviews, really? Uh, not really. He does interviews with, like, Conan O'Brien uh, because him and Conan are pretty good pals. Um, he does some, but his movies seem to sell themselves, so he doesn't have to do a whole lot of publicity. I feel it. like I've seen him show up wearing, like, sweatpants and kind <laughs> of mumble through, some, yeah. <laughs> through some answers. That seems right. Like, he just seems like a guy that's just like, I don't get. And yeah. the fact that his movies keep making money just blows my mind. Like, I feel like that was the whole premise behind this show is – what do people see? Why does he keep making money? And how does he still have a career? And like, my big thought was like, he starts out really good. And we have established that he doesn't. Like, he just didn't start out. No, good. no. He's got like three good movies, maybe. <laughs> this is one of them. This I'm is gonna, one of them. It's I'm this and Unstruck Love and maybe something else. Never seen it. But, uh, but yeah, this is, this is good. Uh, I'm going to put Punch Drunk Love on the, on the uh, list of movies I need to see along with the Fast and the Furious franchise. 
Is that Google and is that Google done yet? Did no, I've been done. Did you want to, Did you want the answer? <laughs> sure. <laughs> While we were having that conversation, I should have looked up when Dodgeball and Zoolander came out because I don't know the answer to either. Two thousand and two thousand one. Okay, so Dodgeball was two thousand. That's my guess. I have. No, I'm not sure, but that's my guess. Nineteen ninety nine. I think that Zoolander has after old school. Way older than that. Zoolander has the twin towers in it, so we know it's before nine <laughs> eleven. Okay. okay, I'm gonna put that out there. Dodgeball is after fact, old school, I think. Wait, wait. Fun fact, and I'm full of them. Fun fact: Zoolander was the last film to feature the twin towers. Wow. Yep. What about Fight Club? Nope. Fight Club was 1999, brother. It just showed and then, the and cool thing about him. That was That's crazy. Uh, Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire originally had the Twin Towers in it, but they removed it because it came out shortly after 9-11. And then the Adam Sandler movie, Rain Over Me, is a man dealing with his trauma post-9-11. <laughs> Are you telling me that Zoolander, Spider-Man, and Rain Over Me all take place in the same universe? I believe they're all connected, yeah. What? So they all take place in a world where 9-11 happens. That is insane. Holy crap. <laughs> Ibrahim, I got to thank you. Like, you, you brought this guy on here, and he just shed a whole lot of light on this situation. <laughs> um, okay, so Ben Stiller's ex-wife is named Christine Taylor. They got together in the year 2000. Um, and that means that she was in Dodgeball 2004, Zoolander 2001. So they actually got together before Zoolander, but after The Wedding Singer. So Ben Stiller was not upset yet. So were any of us right? <laughs> no, we were all wrong. Okay. I was closest though. Let's just yeah. let's, You were the closest. The they got together. That counts. You know what? Zoolander was probably right in two thousand. So yeah. it could very well be where they fell in love. Yep. So I'm gonna give it to you. Ibrahim is the winner. The champ. And uh I think that you're gonna win uh some love eventually okay <laughs> from one of these girls is gonna kiss you back all right there you go that ain't so bad it's gonna happen man so i i that's exciting for fingers you fingers crossed why do women find adam sandler attractive in these movies because he writes the movie they have to let's go back so usually He's... i would agree with you carrie fisher wrote this movie <laughs> along with uh tim <laughs> harrelly and judd apatow why do they think it's that Adam possible, Sandler though, deserves it? It's possible that Adam Sandler does just have a magnetism to the opposite sex. I mean, he's got like no. his own. <laughs> <laughs> he's got his own, you know, thing he does. It's very specific, but it might work. The thing I mean, he does, uh, he's charming when he's like trying, like any, like actually. He's a very sweet boy in this, so I see the, yeah. I see almost the charm there. Okay, I'll agree with you. In this movie, he's very likable. But both of the sisters, like, fall head over heels. That's never happened to me, and I've been waiting for that day my entire life. You've never, you've never had two sisters go for you? No, and definitely not at the same time, and I've definitely never been in bed with them both at the same time. And that means my life's not complete. I'm super... Did I miss something in the movie? <laughs> yeah, you yeah, told us they were you, sisters. <laughs> you missed the threesome. Between Drew Barrymore, Ben Stiller's wife, and Adam Sandler. I guess That I was probably my favorite scene in the whole movie, 
It might be only on the Blu-ray version, though. I'm sorry you guys missed that. I'm going to have to pick up the director's cut because that sounds too you hot to miss. You need to. The Blu-ray of this movie on sale right now for $4.99 at Best Buy. Get out there, folks. They got I that steamy miss, I, miss, I miss when they would come out with like the Too Hot for TV extended unrated cut of comedies. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's good. like uh the uh, the too hot for TV version of uh, Girls Gone Wild. I used to stay up late <laughs> waiting for that. <laughs> they had the Girls Gone Wild like bouncing around, and I was like, "This is as good as it's gonna get for me." <laughs> yeah, I used to watch those commercials on Comedy Central. Like, yeah, who didn't? Who in the morning? <laughs> oh man! So Adam and uh, Jackie Sandler have been together since 2003. 15 years of marriage. So he must Jackie. be somewhat. Yeah, it's better than I've ever done. So there you go. Maybe your mom is Adam Sandler's wife. If you thought that'd be such a bummer, (laughs) it'd be such a bummer to find that out. (laughs) Turns out Adam Sandler's my dad. I'm the star. That's my dad wearing sweatpants, fucking being a piece of shit. Just farting everywhere. Yeah, (laughs) I feel like he just farts. He's probably really mopey. He seems like he's really mopey in real life. Yeah, he just seems upset all the time. Like he's got weird (laughs) anger management issues, which I'm assuming we'll get to when we watch anger management. (laughs) (laughs) We can only hope. (laughs) Um. Okay, and for the last, I'm almost through all of my notes here. I have one last note here. Uh, would have banged Ben Stiller's wife. <laughs> that, that was my last note. Yeah, that's fair. I think that's fair. All right. Bye, everyone. That's it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sure there's a little bit more. Um, I so, think it's worth talking about uh, John Lovitz and his performance oh, as man. a wedding singer. Absolutely. I think that's really good. There's you know what? Physical comedy there. It's great. We talked about Adam Sandler being like singing these songs pretty well. John Lovitz, surprisingly good voice. Kills it. Like that was not that bad. I was pretty happy with that. Uh, he plays the rival wedding singer um, who you kind of feel like is going to be like a villain, but never really is. Mm-hmm. Never comes back. He's just, no, he's he's just, just a slimy guy. Yeah. He, he's just John Lovitz. <laughs> he's just gross. <laughs> but he's great. He's just like. You know, he's reaping all the benefits of the wedding singer's yep. mental breakdown. And I love it. I think that he deserves it. I think it's great. I think that's great. And I think it's, I like Steve Buscemi uh, becoming a wedding singer, finding that's peace right. finally. So the last really scene good of voice the movie. As well. yeah. Believe it or not, believe it or not, Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore's characters get married at the end of this movie. I know yeah. that that's a shocker. I know no one saw that coming, but Steve Buscemi does sing in the band for their wedding and yeah you're right he he did have a pretty good voice as well um i think we do have to mention the song that adam sandler sings on the plane while billy idol helps him uh secure the um, love of his life gotta bring billy idol up uh billy idol killing it killing oh, that it was pretty pretty solid i think that i was reading he was originally supposed to be played by sammy hagar um, that is cool. Billy Idol, but it would still be Billy Idol. Right, Sammy Hagar <laughs> plays Billy, Billy Idol. Idol. <laughs> he just dyes his hair, um, like bleaches hair. <laughs> I'm pretty Billy. sure that's where it was going. I'm glad they went with Billy because he's much more likable yeah, than Sammy Hagar. Definitely. And he looks more Sammy like Hagar's Billy Idol. And yeah, he looks, that. he plays the role much better. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, wait a second, <laughs> we could just have Billy Idol play. Billy Idol. <laughs> 
which which is good. I'm I'm happy they were able to get him. Though I think it was a little bit questionable. Uh, Julia sitting on the plane reading uh, Rolling Stone with Billy Idol on the cover. Yep. And and I was trying to think like, okay, I get this movie's taking place later on, but like in the movie, either the Rolling Stone photographer was amazing and made Billy Idol look really good, or Billy Idol like aged really rapidly like a month after that photo shoot because he looked pretty shitty. Yeah, he wasn't looking yeah. like the healthiest. <laughs> For sure. And also, when Billy Idol came in, like over the intercom, as she's reading the magazine with Billy Idol, she just didn't notice it was him. I don't think <laughs> she did look up, just like, oh, she there's like, somebody talking over the intercom, like, and like she, she kind of looked like kind of a little shocked. Like, yeah. I wonder what's about to happen. Well, I think that was just because she wasn't expecting a British person. Like, she's like that's this pretty is rare. Very I looked true. Like she on the was like, to Vegas. This yeah. is familiar, but I'm not sure. Where? Like, she almost got it, but she didn't, even though she was reading the magazine. <laughs> I'm going to be super honest. Not that I listen to a lot of Billy Idol, because I don't. I listen to, like, White Wedding, like, sometimes, and I find it kind of grating. But it's, like, a good song, and I, I listen to it. So if if a British guy started talking, I'd be like, ugh, a British guy. I wouldn't yeah. think, like, oh, it's Billy Idol. Yeah, it's hard to pick that out of uh, out of all the oh. British accents I've heard. I don't know. Because when British people sing, they sound American and normal. Right, true. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, like Paul McCartney. I always thought he was a normal guy until I heard him talk. Then, nope, not normal at all. Yeah, Super British. British. Ah, so weird. Um. So yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Um. I mean, it was kind of unnecessary, but it does kind of tie in the whole fact that hey, it's 1985, people. Billy Idol's still re- relevant. Yeah. So I saw Billy Idol one time on the Warp Tour, and that was kind of a cool moment. Okay. Huh. Toss uh, that out there. That's an interesting choice for war talk. Good. <laughs> it it was really cool. That was like, when am I ever gonna get to see Billy Idol again? Yeah. As a matter of fact, that same Warp Tour, Billy Idol and Katy Perry. Wow. She yeah. seems like a stranger fit for the Warp Tour, but I guess I don't know. Right? I don't she know what was they're like, doing these days. She was like a nobody at the time. Okay. Yeah. So she was like, she was playing like not even the main stage. Yeah. It was real, real weird. I'm kind of like. Being like, I'm kind of cool. Like, look at me. I saw Katy Perry before she was cool. Uh, that's, yeah, that's that's that is lie. major cred. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, me and music. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I listen to the Smiths. Um, so, yeah. So, that's that's pretty much the gist of the movie. So, they go through, uh, you know, the, he sings a lot of songs. A whole lot of songs. Uh Julia realizes that she's actually in love with Adam Sandler. Um, they he sings her a song on an airplane, and in the next scene they get married. So, uh, rapping Grammy Granny does uh, "Rapper's Delight." That's the part that stands out. I'm trying to think if there's anything that we missed here. I did want to talk about I one guy. Like you, yeah, okay. um, when they're uh, in the bar and like Adam Sandler is like bummed out because. Uh, Drew Barrymore is going to marry the guy who has a good job and he doesn't have and one. And he tells Grandma's boy that, hey, I want to be just like you and just sleep with a different yeah. girl every night. And I was like, man, Grandma's boy's cool. Anyway, um, yeah, that there's a There's that old guy uh, at the bar who's in a bunch of movies and always does the same thing. He's just like a like a fucking senile old man that just says bad words. I feel like the old guy and the old woman are both pretty classic. Like they pop up in a lot of shit. Imagine if they got married to each other. Yeah, what if they they did like a full-on Happy Madison comedy just about like their affair and like 
That would have been amazing. I think they're both dead now. So unfortunately, well, big RIP to them. She was 101 years old when she died. Man, if I can uh, be as you know agile and as rapping as she was, I don't want to live to be 101. That sounds awful. But she was cool. Like if anybody's going to live to be 101, I'm glad it was her. In her 90s, she wanted to put out a children's rap album. She was like the coolest lady of all time. She, she also had really sex with eight people. Yeah. Eight people. And in today, that's like 200. Yeah, that's a pretty solid joke. That's pretty <laughs> that was solid. a solid joke. <laughs> I really liked that one. <laughs> I, actually, I actually had that one written down in my notes. Okay. Skipped over it because we kept talking about Ben Stiller's hot ex-wife. Yeah, she was pretty good looking. Was. Uh, but uh, I agree with you. That that guy is weird. Um, I don't actually really like that guy personally. He, I'm trying to remember out. like what else he's from. Like he's in a lot of movies, just like yelling about like dicks and stuff like that. Yeah, I feel like he's probably in other Adam Sandler movies. I think so. What was his name in this movie? I don't know. He's just a fucking fucked up guy at the bar being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he punches. Uh, he punches Glenn though. You know, he tries well, to stick up for Adam Sandler. He Sandler's. tries to punch Glenn, and then Glenn punches Adam Sandler in the face. Then uh, uh, I got punched in the nose for sticking my face in other people's business. Sounds like Classic. a country song. It was. I, I liked that joke. All right, old guy in the wedding singer. Yeah, so I'm trying to find it myself, and I'm having a, a difficult time. All right, so I see pictures of him. Okay, what's his name? Well, I just see pictures of him, that's all. Okay, well, surely the pictures have, like, his name underneath. Oh, not yet. Maybe Car- Carmen Philippi? He is not listed <laughs> in this quick little credits right. thing that I'm looking at on The Wedding Singer. Okay. So I'll shortly call out Brian Posehn is in this movie. I don't know if you guys caught him at all. I yeah, did. he was uh, at the table of freaks, right? Yes. Yeah. I thought yeah. that was kind of awesome. Brian Posehn without a beard. He looked just as weird and creepy as always. Yeah. It was super cool. Uh, all right. I will say that I looked up Peter Dante before this started. Abraham, who's t- Peter Dante? Not grandma's boy. He's not grandma's <laughs> <laughs> there was an article from 2013 on TMZ saying he'd gotten kicked out of a hotel in Hollywood for calling someone the N-word <laughs> and telling hey! them that he was going to get Suge Knight, Buster Rhymes, and Adam Sandler to fuck them up. So well, he's not, not if he goes around calling people the N-word. I don't think Suge Knight's going to be real into that. Adam Sandler exactly so fits good. right in with those other guys. Dude, the cool thing is, we so we talk about Kramer in a previous one. Him and Kramer should hang out and be racist together. <laughs> that would be cool. And start a I podcast. Yeah, I feel like that whole crew's got to be. I mean, I know they hang out with Chris Rock, but I feel like Sandler has to be a little racist. You know, that's the one thing. He's definitely homophobic, even yeah. though, you know, we'll get into it a little later about where he really tries to make it clear that he's not homophobic. Yeah, but Chuck and Larry is a very progressive. <laughs> it's a, <laughs> a beacon of, of representation in American cinema. Um, but but racism is not something I've really seen a lot of it so far. Now, granted, I don't, I don't think the movies are racist necessarily. I just think he's probably racist. I mean. Maybe uh, that's why we need to have him on the show to clear things like this up. He had Chubbs in the last movie, uh, and so Chubbs is a black man, and he seemed to like him just fine. 
Oh wait, no, that was the movie before last. Before that, he had Damon Wayans in the movie. He's also black, believe it or not. Bullet bulletproof is that what that movie's called? <laughs> yeah, bulletproof. That's a tough one. Uh, yeah, don't watch it. You don't need to. I've seen it. It's rough. You've seen it? I had never yeah. even heard of it until yeah, we watched it. <laughs> what what exactly are you doing with your life? Where you're just I don't know, I'm a big Wayne. I like all the Wayne's brothers. They're, they're, they're funny folks. I we me and Ibrahim established that I had never seen any other Wayne's brothers movies. Really? Yeah, well, maybe no, I'm had. the racist. You which one? <laughs> you said you saw Don't Be a Menace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen Don't Be a Menace. That one's good. I like that one a lot. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's I don't think the Wayans are my thing, but. But, you know, I think that me and Ibrahim have a little bit of an excuse. We're watching movies for this podcast. You're watching Bulletproof just because, like, it's a thing to do. Yeah, I'm just I'm just a Sandler <laughs> completionist. I just need to know. <laughs> mm, that's questionable. I'm judging a little bit. Um, yeah, so, so yeah. Um, wait, did we establish who the old guy is and what other movies he's in? Uh, he's in a bunch of shit. He's got... He's got credits. Is he in the new guy? Um, oh wow. I don't remember that movie, but I want him to be in it. It seems like it's a type of movie he would sure. be in. Right. Is he in Dickie Roberts? Let me Is just he in Joe Dirt. How? Yeah, just keep asking. He's definitely I, in Joe I, Dirt, right? I have the list, but just keep asking, and I'll tell you which <laughs> ones yes and no. Um, <laughs> Is he in yeah. the Zookeeper? Let me give you some. Let me give you some. He's got a long career too. Okay, so let's see. So he was very old. All yeah, right. is he dead now? Ah, <laughs> uh, probably. Uh, all right, so we R. got. R. P., I guess. Wait, what's his name? Uh, Carmen Philippi. Okay. Or Philippi, Philippi. I don't know. Um, maybe Philippe. No, there's an I, not an E. Okay, fair enough. Uh, You're wrong. So he's in <laughs> Escape from New York. Classic. Really? That's yeah. awesome. He's in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Also cool. Yep. Um, let's see what else. And those we are got. the only two. He's no, he just has I'm... so many credits. He's in Beetlejuice. Okay, it's hard to tell. Everybody in Beetlejuice looks like him. Well, he also. I mean, that might have been before he became old. Like that must have been a. He was kind of Beetlejuice, was like Beetlejuice was pretty late. That was like eight years before yeah, this. He was still a little bit like. <laughs> it was a tough decade though. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> He's in Wayne's World. He's got Wait. Old Man with no. his... Yeah, he's at the donut shop or whatever. That's right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, he's he was on an episode of Fresh Prince. Good show. Episode Never of Sister of Sister. Episode of Boy Oh, with Tia Yeah. How does Those Sister Sister keep coming up on this show? This is <laughs> I don't amazing. Know. Has it he come was... up before? Yeah, Sister one. Sister is in the Sandler verse. Believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> episode of Home Improvement. Good show. Uh, episode of The Wayans Bros. Also good What's show. What's that? <laughs> I don't Wait, know. Wait, is that like a sequel to Bulletproof? No, it's a TV show. I did not know. Um, Jamie Foxx show, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Eight Crazy Nights. So he does a couple of collabos <laughs> with the old Sandman. <laughs> yeah. He's been in a lot of shit, though. I mean, good for him. He probably he did, had some good cash. He did die in 2003, though. So 2003, wow. Rapping yeah. Granny, like, he way out. He was 80. Yep. Wow, she lived to be 101. She was doing it right. He was doing it wrong. 
Yeah, he looked 101 at 80. He did. <laughs> he did not look great. He was probably fucking too much and broke his dick off. So that's probably how he died. <laughs> I don't know, man. This, this show, this show usually doesn't talk. That's not okay. Don't say something like that. Oh man. <laughs> Uh, you guys like that's, how, that's, how, that's how a true champion goes out breaking their dick off and <laughs> fucking too much. <laughs> that was the grandma's boy in Bulletproof, man. He didn't look so good, and then he comes back swinging, and this one, he looks great. Did grandma's boy make it into Bulletproof? He's in there? Absolutely. There's only yeah. been one, I think, so far that he wasn't in. Um, you know, I've never seen one of grandma's the boy, though. Uh, you've never seen grandma's boy? No. I've only seen all of his other movies. I talk about it a lot, but I don't know that I've seen it. I think that they smoke a lot of weed in that. <laughs> yeah, movie. I think so. Absolutely, they do. Is the, I guess there's a grandmother involved. Well, yeah, he's the grandma's boy. Yeah, I guess maybe it's just about the boy. Maybe there is no grandma. <laughs> no, 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 like there's a grandma too, an abuela. There's an abuela in it. Okay. But, is it good? So, is it worth watching? Should I, should I look it up? Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's, uh, if I remember right, it's pretty cool. I'm a big yeah. fan of it. I don't remember it, but I like it. It's probably a good one to drink some That's beers right. with the bros. Throw yeah, it on. Absolutely. Okay, so he is in Going Overboard. He is in Air- Airheads. He is in Billy Madison. He is in Happy Gilmore. He is in Bulletproof. He's been in all of them. Wow. So he has not missed a movie yet. It's as a far career. He's amazing. I'll never know his name, but I'll always love him. And I respect him because unlike Peter Dante, I don't think he's ever called anyone the N-word. Yeah, screw Peter Dante, man. Your impression of Peter Dante is offensive now, Ibrahim. <laughs> Should I do an impression of him like, saying the N-word? <laughs> <laughs> please, please do. I think if we, if you could get away with it. You'd be like, Peter Dante said it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man. Just in so, the same he... in the same way as ah uh, Nikki, uh, the same way he says that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I don't know how much you read into that story, but does he say the N word to black people, or was he just saying it like? Okay, so he said he calls. He, I, I think that the I think there was a black person working in the hotel room. Oh no! Well, so he... they were just there. That's <laughs> one thing. Was so he saying it to them? So he called them. He called them the N word, and he called them uh, a faggot. Oh. And then he said, you're a black dude, I'm a black belt. That Gross. is the worst line I've ever heard. <laughs> it's kind of tight. I, I, he lost me when he dropped the end bomb and then he brought me back with the black belt line. <laughs> I'm back on board. You may, you may be a black guy, but I have a black belt. Oh, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. No. Oh, man. Okay, so he was saying it to a black person. Yeah. Not that it, not that I was condoning it before. I know it sounds like I was. I wasn't. <laughs> um, but no, that's that's on that's not acceptable. That's that's definitely Kramer level. Kramer level mishap. That's unforgivable. So, um, unless he came out and apologized, then maybe it's forgivable. I don't. But we'll never. Yeah, know. I'm sure. I'm We're sure. We're not going to look that far into it. I'm sure he did. I'm sure they ran a they ran a Peter Dante apology piece and. <laughs> New York Times or something. And everybody was like, "No, not Peter Dante!" Oh my god, do you my think, favorite. Do you think he also said sorry to all the Afro Americans and all the Hispanics <laughs> like Kramer did? Nobody's apology will ever be as good as Kramer. That's amazing. <laughs> is that the is that the one he did on Letterman? Yeah, and everyone's just laughing. All the time. <laughs> 
you know, like, I don't what know Kramer why said was laughing. pretty messed up and really not okay, but the fact that it was Kramer saying it made it at least kind of. Which, kind of Peter Dante, too. He's just got that voice where I'm just like, I wish there was a recording of him. I would set it as my ringtone. Well, good thing there is a recording of the Kramer. Wait, is it Kramer really? One. Oh, of the Kramer? I can't set the Kramer one as my ringtone. That'd be weird. Yeah, that'd be a little too abrasive to have that go off in public. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Oh to... man, is it okay to laugh about this, or is that real? Yeah, it's funny. It's okay. funny. It's funny. Kramer's funny. <laughs> he is. I I've watched, watched all the Seinfeld. I watched so much Seinfeld. He's always hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I just every time I just think about the like when he says we used to stick forks up you people's asses or something yeah. like that. And apparently like, that's what, what they does did. That that's a real baffling one. <laughs> Oh man! All right, all right. So we got to rein it in here. So uh, we've we've gone through most of the movie. I gotta get gotta get both of your opinions here. Is this a movie that, if for some weird reason you haven't seen it, should you be going out to see this movie? Yeah, yeah. Watch it. Yeah, I'd say go go for it. You're gonna get Drew Barrymore wearing a dress with Doc Martens, and I think that's good. She's got that manic pixie dream girl thing going on. Yeah. Okay. All right. You're gonna get a few uh, jokes. Absolutely. I, I, I recommend a couple, good, a couple good songs. Yes, totally. Uh, it's got the Smiths in it. Uh, Morrissey's not a racist or anything, contrary to what everybody seems to think. Uh, he never said anything terrible about Chinese people, so I'm a pro-Morrissey. Um, it's also got uh, Ben Stiller's ex-wife. She's a babe. Uh, it's got Alexis Arquette. She was awesome. Uh, transphobia, not cool. A little bit of that in this movie. Against it. But overall, this movie's pretty good. I gotta, I'm got i on both of your sides. Uh, I would say see this if you haven't already. If you haven't, though, that's just kind of bizarre. This is kind of the one. If you've only seen one Adam Sandler movie, this is probably the one you've seen. Uh, and it's probably the best one. So uh, we'll get to the bottom of that, though, as we go forward. Uh, next week, we have one of the earliest movies that I remember from Adam Sandler being The Waterboy. Uh, so that's going to be some good stuff. I got a good story about the first time I saw that. So make sure you join us next week. And, uh, Jonathan, I got to say, thank you very much for, for being on with us. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Thanks for having me guys. It was fun. Absolutely. And so for Jonathan and Ibrahim, this is Hunter Baldwin saying, uh, smell you later, poopsicle. Peace. Peace.